Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists and musicians in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Cody with a K. Here with me, as always, is my good friend, Michael Carpenter. Today's episode is a real treat. We're talking with AJ, Daniel, and Ryan of The Benson. These guys have a very unique sound blending jazz, funk, blues, and neo-soul into a perfect picture. Get ready to take your ears to The Benson's Musical Museum with their song, Sunrise. Just that cuss 
All right. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. You can clap for it, too. That was a clap. Yeah. Good stuff, man. <laughs> was good stuff. Um, guys, why don't you you tell us, how how did you all meet to make such great music? Like, how did this all form? Yeah, so um, I moved back from Houston um, 2018, I think. And I was kind of doing the singer-songwriter thing around town. Um, like Hickory, trying to go to Asheville, do all those things. And in my mind, I didn't really want to play in a band. I felt like there wouldn't have been, there wasn't enough, the type of music that people liked wasn't the same thing that I liked from the majority of people that I'd meet. So I didn't really want to um, just play with anyone. So if I were going to start, a, like, be in a band with somebody, it have to be somebody that thinks like I do and in a similar way. So I went to an open mic one night and uh, this gentleman that worked at this bar that's down the street from where I, where I live, um, he's like, hey man, come on out to the, the jam session. I'm like, ah, I don't know. He's like, man, I got this really cool, cool uh, killer drummer named Daniel. I'm like, uh, okay, I guess I'll come. And <laughs> I felt I sh- the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like, well, he's got a similar story too. So, um, and I um, went to the jam session and we started playing and like, I was like, able to freely still do what I was doing and he would still match me. Okay. Um, so it was a good pairing. Yeah. So that's how that that initially started. And then I guess like Daniel has a similar story and then Ron has a similar story as well. So um, Yeah. I think I just moved back from St. Paul, Minnesota. I was going to school up there. School shut down because of some state issue with funding and teachers and students got an email all in the same day like uh, there will be no next semester. So yeah, uh, packed everything up, come back to North Carolina, trying to find some people to play music with. Cause I was surrounded in school, you know, with a lot of musicians and the buddy, uh, Rob hit us up and said, come out to the, the open mic, um, at Fireside. Your buddy, Rob, who's Rob? He's, he's just a gentleman. He's just some guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a guy that used to work at the bar and, uh, He's he's I guess they went to school together yeah, and yeah, uh, I went to college with him. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you yeah. might be talking about another guy, Rob, that we know up in Hickory. Oh. Rob Simmons, Avenue Lane. Uh-uh. Oh no no no! no. Yeah. I, I we've met him before. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he, he's probably come to the open mic once. I think with Mark. Mark's in that band. Yeah yeah, yeah. they've been up there. Yeah, yeah. Mark. Great yeah. yeah yeah. So how about you, Ryan? How did you get pulled into this? Uh, so actually, Daniel and I were in a band before. He went to school. Um, we had been together for a few years. He went to school, and that actually like fizzled. Um, whenever, whenever he came back, uh, we started jamming again, and he got involved with AJ. And funny enough, we all started working at the same place. You know, he started as an instructor and stuff like that, and that's kind of how I got involved. Ended up playing. It was it was cool because I think we practiced one time and it was just like it kind of clicked. Like he was saying, thinking the same way. I'm I can just follow. You know I can follow whatever he's doing and not get in anybody's way. Yeah. Support. You know stuff like that. And I feel like that's just kind of how it started right there. Well, you and, guys definitely mesh really well together. You know, and and it's all very creative as i said in the intro you know it's it's kind of hard to describe because you have such a unique sound 
um, and a unique band name. I'm wondering how that came about. How how did it oh, become yeah. the Benson? I was thinking maybe someone was a big Doug Benson fan, the stand-up comedian. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> this this came about when, when the Benson was a duo before we brought Ryan on. How did we come Yeah, up? so remember we what we did was we were trying to find band names because at the time we were just being AJ and Daniel, and I was like, well, I don't want it to be the AJ Herrick band, and I don't want it to be like AJ and Daniel, unlike some people around here that like to have two two names. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, so I wanted it to be like we wanted it to have like just a band name as a unit instead of just, just having the individual name, individual's name. Yeah. So what we were doing was we were throwing all these d- different names that we'd come up with in a bucket, and we had picked the ones we liked, and then and keep them for three days. And if in three days we still liked it, we would decide on that name. So, do you remember any of the other names? No, <laughs> I really, like I really want to remember what the other ones. Uh, were. I got nothing. Wasn't it some like? Wasn't the stipulation something that you just didn't hate? Something that we didn't hate yeah. after three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah. Not necessarily that we had to love it. It was yeah. just something we didn't hate. And yeah, then right. there were so many names that we hated. And then one day he said something like, what about the Benson? Um, and I'm like, well, okay, what's the context? He's like, well, Mitch Mitchell, the drummer for Jimi Hendrix, he died at this hotel called the Benson. In Oregon. In Oregon. Yeah. So I was like. We both like Hendrix. We like Hendrix. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with Hendrix. Both like really Jimi. can't. Yeah. yeah. I mean. And so I'm assuming you both like Oregon too. <laughs> well, uh, I, I hear it's pretty. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. That's a really unique name. Just to you know, like a, a, a unique way to come up with the band name, the right. bucket idea. Right. You know. Yeah, and like ten years from now, you're gonna have like one super fan that knows where you got your name now. Yeah. Yeah. I, would hope, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> it's gonna be me. They're <laughs> 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 they're going through archives of our interviews. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where did they describe it? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I I'm a huge fan. Like, how long? How long has the Benson been the Benson? We started in so two years. Yeah, it's been two years. Really? Like this month, I think, like something like that. We started playing two years ago. I don't know if it's been the Benson for two years, but it's we started playing a couple years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the origin. The yeah. time of the origin about two years ago. Oh, yeah, because we we picked we started playing gigs. Did you already have like oh, yeah. a I bunch had, of stuff booked? Yeah, I already had like the whole year booked out. So that's the thing. Like he joined me on my solo gigs, and I'm so glad he did on some of those because like I don't, I'm glad I didn't have to go to these. Went to Black Mountain one time at this one bar, man, and it <laughs> was like, oh my god, I'm glad I wasn't there by myself. It was just <laughs> dark and shady. Man, there were some cool people there. There were some cool people there, but it was it was cool. But it was just so. I'm just glad I didn't have to make that try now, by myself. Were you two just doing covers then? Like, did, how did you like? Were you always doing original music? Because you know, you meet this guy, you never met him before, mm-hmm. and you guys mesh. I mean, what are you meshing with? Is it music you're developing, and he's putting something to it, or or did y'all start with like a cover? Yeah. So. Mainly, like when I when I would do shows, I'd do both. So I would do my own original stuff, right? Um, the way I th- I would write some of the songs um, were in a weird context. So sometimes you w- people don't really understand the context without like maybe like a rhythm behind it. Because I would like do weird time signatures where maybe some people can't really hear what I'm doing perfectly, if that makes sense. Like so without without the context of actually the rhythm going on. So. We started off like doing arrangements of songs that I'd already done and, and, you know, filling that out live. But then I was like, hey, man, I got all these originals and I want like to see what it sounds like with 
drums. So yes. we get together, and I, I just basically teach him the songs and record the songs and send it to him. And that's kind of how that writing process started. Voice memos. Yeah. I, I have to jump in there. Voice memos on the phone. That That's that's how I wrote all the drum parts was he would send me a chunk of a song or it, it could be a full song that he had fleshed out and just went to town on, on the phone and practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I was going to say, and Ryan did the same thing when we did the recording too. It was the same thing. Voice memos, trying to learn. He would come and record what we would practice. So he would go get and learn the songs too. So that's kind of how, you know, that's, we, we still kind of sometimes do arrangements. We don't, necessarily call them covers because they're we arrange them to like right, fit right. like stuff. a medley yeah. Yeah. we we do covers but we do like yeah arrangements so rather than be under like the cover band stigma i guess so but we do a lot of yeah. different arrangements of different other people's songs you know it's just we like to promote our original stuff more more so nowadays now we got like more songs of our own you know oh so, yeah I, I mean you guys have a lot going on you guys are, are hosting the open mics um yeah at the uh, the Liquid Roots, yeah, um, you know, and and so that that's interesting. How how did you guys get into that? Yeah, so um, it's kind of weird. Like I, I think in my life, things just kind of happen. I don't really try <laughs> that much. I guess like I try, but like not not force things. So Daniel and I started playing together, and then um, this bar, the same bar that we met at, um, this gentleman, this called Fireside, by the way, I'm going to name drop it, Fireside name Bottles drop. and Brews in Granite Falls. Check them out. They're really cool. Shout out. Shout out, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so the there was another bar opening up in Lenore. And I've always really liked Lenore. So this, I, there's just there was just not a lot going on at the time. And they opened this place up in Lenore. They're from uh, Indiana. And they happened to come in there that one night. And, and uh, the owner of Fireside said, hey, I want to introduce you to these guys they're opening up a place in lenora kind of like ours they're going to start brewing stuff i was like okay cool met them booked basically a connection there and a gig for the next year that's always good oh yeah it was great so i called him up one day and i said hey um what about an open mic you ever thought about doing an open mic and he's like man i've been thinking about it and i said well you know we can totally do it and we just basically did it like like just over the phone and, and organized it. We'll start in January at the very beginning of the year. And man, I mean, it's become a thing in Lenore. It's really crazy. It's just become a thing. We had a they they got these uh, uh, food truck there every week. Um, they sell their beer. We they we advertise it, and people just show up from all over the place, and it's great. Yeah, I saw it on the on the Facebook page, mm-hmm. and it just it made me want to go. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this sounds like a cool place. This is obviously great music. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know, mm-hmm. so. I had to come by and check you guys out Dude, at that open yeah. mic. Yeah, come on, it's it's uh it's great family stuff. If you've got kids or anything, um, the food's great. Um, there's there's great alcohol. I mean, and it's not like drunk atmosphere or anything like that yeah, either. Right. It's real real nice. You know, it's real laid back. So so it sounds a lot like the rooster. Yeah, 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 yeah. I <laughs> yeah. like the rooster. All right, let me let me back up just a minute. Yeah, you bring you bring Ryan in, and I mean, and we've been talking already about how you have this original. It's it's very, you know, this cool sound. It's kind of hard to describe. Ryan, what background did you come in from when you hear what what AJ is doing, and and you're they approach you to be a part of this band? Was there any any intention to influence the sound at all, or did you already fit into this? somehow how did that it's a great question so it's actually really funny uh i hounded that dude over there 
AJ. Um, yeah, I, I was hounding AJ. Actually, I was hounding him. I was like, man, let me like, I want to, I want to get involved. I want to get involved. And he's like, you know, like, <laughs> we needed, ba- we you know, needed bass. We needed, we need that. That was the thing. I was like, I feel like part. you guys are, you guys are tight. I feel like him and I were tight We've already. Forever. And I was like, I want to get involved because I would love to not really change the sound or like support. I guess that's the depth. word. Yeah, exactly. Um, give it that that like that padding almost. And it was at one practice, and and I think it was just like we we hit it off, and we're like, okay, yeah, yeah, this this could work. It feels uh, more whole now. There you know, was. Oh, sorry. I was I gonna I was gonna say one more thing to that. Yeah. The, we were missing a low end. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we so what I was doing on my I was playing acoustic guitar too at the time. And I was yeah. tuning like a whole step down to pad that low end. You were looping too. And I was looping a lot yeah. too. So there was a lot of like my loop games, believe it or not, my <laughs> loop game's pretty damn tight. <laughs> don't mess with AJ's loop game. Yeah. My like, loop my loop game's pretty tight. Yeah. Well, I, I don't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well maybe maybe we can get some of that loop skill in uh <laughs> in in some more tunes. I mean, we, we heard the uh the sunrise earlier. Yeah. Um I'm wondering if I mean for our listeners who don't know, we're actually in the Benson's den right now. Yeah, we are in yes. the music room. So, um, yeah, do you guys want to? You guys want to bless us with some more of your your Love funk? Hell yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it.
know if it's the COVID talking or what, but I haven't been that entertained by a drummer in my entire life. That was so much fun to watch. No offense to That's either of you guys. It, That's all right. It's 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 it, it wasn't just the the drumming. It was his face and his the way his body like his body's moving with the music. Mm -hmm. It's it was it was cool it was to watch. Coming from the soul. Mm -hmm. What was the name of that one, guys? Uh, Kiss me when you leave my home. We've we've been abbreviating it in text form. K, K M K M Kmw, yeah, something like that. L. It's too much. But anyways, kiss me when you leave my home is the name of it. That's a yeah. good one. It's too much. That is a good one. And you, you said it's a recent one. Uh, it's we. I wrote it a while ago. So there's actually a video online of Daniel and I performing it on Thread Media. It's T H R E D D Media, and it's a different, completely different song. We had to revamp it. Yeah. So what what we're doing now is going back and putting parts in other songs that we had written before Ryan came on. And uh, that's one of them. So that little break at the end, we just we just kind of wrote over during COVID. Actually, it's slower too than yeah. it was originally. Yeah. How long does it take you to put together an arrangement like that? Like y you've written this song, 
and you know you you put it together and then like does does that end happen after you've already made the song or was there always an intention to have this little jam session at the end how does that come about well usually yeah covid pretty much (laughs) (laughs) that's all we did was practice Uh, came in here and practiced and yelled at each other and practiced and yelled and practiced yeah yeah but no we we did uh basically what happens is i'll write a song and i'll have ideas and then we'll come in here and then we'll play it and we'll put it together and then maybe like the whole idea might not be all, all the way formed right and then we'll have different ideas we just throw it at it and then maybe daniel will be like well instead of doing this let's do this mm-hmm. and then ron will be like hey what if we add this and then somehow it just kind of comes together at some point but the initial idea is always there like the skeleton form and then, like, so, like when we wrote that piece, we literally came in here and I was like, hey, let, we need to put, like, a little bit of a groove right there. And then we just put it together. And so it just kind of came to be. I feel like when we, when we kind of put an idea, it's not completely set in stone because we allow for this evolving part mm-hmm. of the music. If it That's naturally feels like it wants to do this, we, we're open enough to, like, try to see that and go with it and, like, that's that's why some of our stuff has evolved. Yeah, I think that's a great. Ph- I think it's a great philosophy to have. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about you, Cody, but like, it's a double-edged sword. You know, you you can let your music evolve that way, and I think some bands it works really, really well. But you know, if you're Metallica and show up for a concert and you start changing the arrangement, you're gonna have a bunch of pissed off fans. Yeah. But but I think it's great to see a, yeah. a band do that. I mean, I think Counting Crows probably did it better than anybody. Yeah. I think yeah. the the philosophy behind like the way we that's why we get along so well musically is because we we aren't ne- technically jazz musicians but we adopt that philosophy of just kind like, of fooled us <laughs> right we 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 try to adopt that philosophy of just 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 being free and and improv is a big thing too for myself and if uh, you know we're performing it might not sound the same as it would some other time. Um, but but that that philosophy of just having that skeleton form of the song, and then being able to kind of fit whatever the mood is at the time into that, that melody, you know, right? Or whatever. And going back to the to the voice memos things, is it always lyrics first and then the jams, or can uh, it could be the jams and then the lyrics? Yeah. So the music always comes first for me. I know a lot of songwriters. They so this is the thing. I think I I consider myself a guitar player first, like ultimately. So. Um, I don't really consider myself to be a singer. People say, "Oh, you sing well," you know. I'm like, yeah, I guess, but I I think like the music for me is the most important. The lyrics may mean a lot to me as well, but music is number one. So the music comes first, and then whatever I write the song about tends to kind of go into that as well. Yeah. Have you guys ever come to AJ and like, hey, I wrote this. You want to sing it? <laughs> uh. No, no, <laughs> not not really. Um, not yet. There, there's Maybe. so going back to like how how things are written. There's even tunes where they'll start as just these like snippets, you know, yeah. where it's like a uh, like a four bar, sixteen bar, just thing, mm-hmm. and then like a whole tune comes out of that. And there have been times where both of us will come to AJ with hey, what if we did something like this? It's not really a song or like an arrangement or anything, but it's the it's the small ideas that we're bringing that push to evolve some of the tunes. Yeah, that's 
I still think AJ's a wizard because he'll, he'll <laughs> we'll be yeah. working on like just a song, no no lyrics or anything. And like, do you have lyrics to it yet? Like, I get tickled when he like comes up with lyrics, and then I hear it. And I'm like, where did that come mm. from? Like, what, what you know? Yeah, with the with the lyrical part of the songwriting process, uh, where does the writing inspira- inspirado come from? Does it come from personal experience or just observations? Both. Um, so I got some tunes that I just make up a story. So deep down, I'm gonna tell you this. <clears throat> deep down, I, I've always wanted to be a, a short, short, short story writer. Okay. So I kind of a lot of the stuff I read a lot. So a lot of the stuff I read, um, I want the stuff I read makes. Um, the the authors um, try to make their story in as minimal words as possible. So, like when I'm writing a song, I want to like paint a picture and write a story, but I only have this much room to write a story, right? Right. So, whether it's personal experience or just something I'm making up, um, like we got a song called "Common Crime," which is on Spotify, and that's just a made up song. Like it has no context whatsoever. It's just some idea I had, and. Uh, you know, same thing with Last Attempt. That's another one we have, and that's it's just a random song. So it, it, some of them um, does co- do come from personal experience, but m- most of the time it's just whatever creative flow I have at the time. Yeah. Well, it definitely shows through. I mean, uh, the, you guys are all super creative uh, w- with your sound. It's it's so unique. You know, I, I I've never heard anything like the Benson. I'm I'm personally a huge fan. Oh, appreciate it, man. That's um, cool. Absolutely. Now, so how long have you guys individually just played an instrument in general? Because yeah, I was going to ask how you were trained because you you all are professional musicians as far as I can tell. At least Dang. you sound like professional musicians. You had to have learned this somehow, not just sitting in your room watching YouTube. Right. Yeah. Okay, you can go, Ryan. No, I don't want to <laughs> go first. <laughs> no. Um, I, I started when I was eight. Um so I, my dad made me play, and I, uh, I was like, uh, my dad plays, cool, whatever. And uh, started when I was eight, kind of forced me into lessons. I started taking lessons in Hickory actually, and um, kept kept with it because I think about a year in, I really started making progress, and um, it just evolved from there. Honestly, it, like my life just became guitar, and it still is. Like that's number one um, in my life, um, and. Sorry, I got beer. Sorry, I'm holding it in. I'm not crying. Um, so, yeah, well, yeah. It's a touchy subject. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, bringing it back. Um, Thanks, Dad. Thanks, <laughs> Paul. Yeah. My dog's number two. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, but yeah, that's kind of what happened. Be careful, you'll start writing country music. Oh, man. No, my dog's still alive. I don't know. Yeah. You know. But, he still has all his sweaters, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so so at eight years old, I started, man, and, and it just it's just day every day it's it's guitar um that's my life goal is just to constantly just make music and that's that's amazing that's what it's all about you know Mm -hmm. daniel uh well uh my father is a gospel i'm not gonna say it he plays piano he's a yeah i can't say Say it dan i can't say it (laughs) um anyways so i've always been around music got a lot of different but um, I think it started out dragging pots and pans out of the kitchen at like a really young age and smacking it with spoons and stuff. Um, pretty much self-taught. I went to 
two different schools for very brief moments in time. But yeah, I just I don't know what to say. I love y'all. Yeah. It reminds me on that that scene of uh, at on Wayne's World where he's like, "I like to play." (laughs) Ding. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Yep. That's awesome. Ryan. Uh, mine's kind of similar. Um, it's funny because actually how him and I started. We've known each other since we were like eight or nine. So, uh, I had the drum set and he had the bass. No way. Yeah, I started out on bass. <laughs> and that's where it started, which is really weird. Yeah. Um, he would come over, he'd bring his bass, and I'd play. They were my brother's drums. I would play my brother's drums. And we were just like, hey, let's switch. And then it was like, oh, this is like home. Yeah. It was weird how it clicked. I was like, I like playing bass. Um, I haven't really taken any kind of really formal type of education. I was like trained in music, but not on the instrument itself. Mm -hmm. So bass, I've taught myself pretty much. I've had like literally a handful of lessons. Um, The first ones were, your technique is awful. Stop it. You, because I would use two fingers on my left hand, one finger on my right hand. And they're like, yeah, you can't do that. I'm like, that's all I know. Yeah, you can't do that. So it actually, yeah, it actually uh, forced me to stop playing for a few years. And I came back to it. And that was just natural now, the the new technique. And that's where I've kind of started since. That was probably six or seven years ago, something like that. That's kind of, I feel like that's where my progression really started. Because uh, I would just tinker around with my guitar and all all, all kinds of instruments and stuff just because it was fun. I'd learn tunes. And oh, for sure. It wasn't really like a... Got a lot of production too. That, that really changed things as I started producing like electronic music and stuff like that and it's cool uh it, it's fun it was an outlet for me for a while for that sure. was i spent a lot of time doing that but uh now i'm like i want to get good at bass so i actually started taking lessons um him and i are gonna sit down try to brush up on uh the technical side of music because uh, i want to I want to be able to push with them because uh, right now I'm probably the least trained on the instrument that I'm playing. So get with them. Take well, some that's, lessons, I mean, that's good to like hear that, that, that you've yeah. got this drive to and, yeah. and passion to, right. you know, you want to, it sounds like you're saying you want to keep pace with these guys, but you are, yeah, you know, but, you but you're wanting to, to get even better. So that's right. hopefully that doesn't get too competitive. Well, <laughs> that's, that's the, the thing. That's the thing about all of this. We, I think, like we have a. I consider myself to be a student all the time. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's it's gonna always be that way. The thirst for knowledge. Yeah, yeah. It's getting better, <laughs> yeah. never arriving, just always getting better. You uh-huh. know, because I don't want to end up. You know, like some some people like to think they've arrived with right. their certain style of music and their. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's <laughs> more. Yeah. <laughs> There's always more, man. Yeah, always. You know? And speaking yeah. of, is there more songs to be released? Uh, during this downtime, I, I imagine you guys maybe have been doing some recording. 
Well, we're going to be in the process soon. Um, we're hashing out what we want to do on our EP. This is going to be a little bit different than the last one. Um, we're going to try to make this a really cool project, and uh, we might even have some features from other artists as well. There is another artist that's local. We're trying to get her to sing on it yes. as well. Her name's Sarah King, and she's really good. Oh, yeah. uh, but yes. she's, she's, from, uh, she's from Valdez, um, but she might do some singing on some stuff, so we'll have to see who goes on with That'd that. That would be cool. I wrote that one down so we could look that up. Yeah, and yes. I, as there soon as go. you said that, I started thinking about what a female voice would sound like over your sound, and yeah. I, I agree that will be very interesting. Be cool. Yeah, I hope that happens for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll I'll buy it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? she's real good, man. Yeah, we'll help promote it and everything for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, exactly. Heck, you know, and speaking of promotions, um. Let's talk a, a little bit about your your socials and where where folks can find a little bit more. Um, I saw on there that you guys have some merch at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash the dash Benson. Yeah, there yeah. you go. The dash Benson. Ooh, that's yeah. it. Oh yeah. Well, you know, if they don't want to really remember all that stuff, they can go to our Instagram and in our our um in the bio bio. Yeah, there you, you go. Just, they can click on that link in bio link in, link bio. in the you bio you gesturing down, down. Yeah. down yeah well that's the benson Mu- instagram uh at the benson music and then at the benson music on facebook as well and then also at the uh with the com. don't www dot the front of that we it. have to fix that url actually tricky. tonight we'll probably try to do that hopefully if we have time <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> now that we've reminded yeah you. now that you've reminded us <laughs> yeah. so it's the benson com. Uh, at the Benson Music Instagram and uh, Facebook. You can find all the links there for our Teespring and our website, as well as on Spotify. You can find us basically on every streaming platform. Our band camp is uh, the Benson Music yeah. as well. That's, I was checking out the band camp earlier, yeah. too. Like, I'm telling you, you guys have gained that fan that's going to know all the knowledge. I love it. Yeah, dude. Yes. You know? There you go. Um, well, now... Oh. It, it, Go ahead. I was going to say, what color underwear do I have now? Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> Pol- they're all polka dots. That's uh, close. You still wear underwear? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Correct going, answer. Uh, no, I'm going Tom Petty free balling over here. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we have a, a, a question that we ask pretty much everybody that comes on to the show. You guys have listened to some previous episodes, so you know what's coming. Um, <laughs> define success for the Benson. Okay, for me, <laughs> Sorry. for me, success is um, honestly, I just want to be very respected in our field. That's that's pretty much it. I want to be able to make a living solely off that and solely off of what we're doing, um, and you know, be able to tour. Like I want to tour nationally, internationally. And that's 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 kind of like the three, the top three for me in my mind goals. Um, be very respected, be well well known in our own field or whatever, tour and make a living at it. Trying to navigate that, yeah. Post yeah. COVID of in the midst of all this, yeah. right? Uh, I'm gonna tell yeah. you, I'm gonna tell you something, man. If you <laughs> stick with it, it won't be that difficult because yeah, a lot of real. a lot of people are gonna hang it up. Yeah. They're already hanging it up, right? Oh yeah, right. And there's gonna be this. Yeah abyss of opportunity right. well not just benson. that but like we're talking about the benson here <laughs> you know yeah i feel like we've got we've got a lot more in the tank definitely yeah this is uh, just the beginning uh, yeah see it's for me the the fact that somebody's gonna seek us out oh, i have to be there tonight you know oh man Dude, they're gonna be 
they're going to be there and you always see the same faces and there's more faces but you still see those same faces and you're like that's that's kind of what like what i'm striving for somebody's always going to follow us you know always going to come to the shows always buy the tickets whatever it takes yeah you know? that's family man that's, yeah, exactly. that's what that's you know that's yep. the highest compliment right 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 i think that's what we're trying to do is, is yep. find that that family like we're we're building it as we speak but. right i mean it's kind of funny because me and cody have this same conversation about the rooster like we're yeah we're gonna be a building with four walls and a stage but really what right. we're trying to do is build community yep, yep. and yeah. went to hear an answer like that it, just, it touches me in, in a way that you know it makes me want to help you guys you yeah, know because yeah. for sure we want to be oh, part yeah. of your family just like we want you to be part of ours sure. love it yeah and and definitely we got to get you guys playing at the rooster when Thank we you. do get open. That would be cool. You know. Well, speaking of playing, any chance you want to play the show out with another one of your awesome songs? Heck yeah, man! Sure. Let's, All do right. it. Let's, Let's do rock it. and roll. So oh. 